episode 78, how to structure your meals for maximum absorption and assimilation. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. As a health professional and a mom, I fully understand the importance of having a fun, simple, and sustainable plan for achieving a responsive thyroid. So I share actionable and practical strategies for developing a responsive thyroid so that the ambitious moms and women can gain freedom from fatigue and lose the thyroid weight once and for all. Each week, I will be here for you. Along with my guest experts, we will be sharing simple and tangible tips that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envision for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. I am so excited um, to be having this conversation with you guys because, guess what, it's a really good reminder for myself. I have found myself since baby uh, not not doing my best with food. And and let me give you an example because this literally happened yesterday. Um, just so you guys know that the struggle is real. And But I also know that with effort, with time, um, and with consistency, we can make the positive changes for our body. And so I have to tell you... <laughs> Um, one of my goals for 2020 when it comes to the growth of myself and also like my personal progress, I didn't put on there, you know, a weight or anything like that that I wanted to reach. I wanted to allow my body to do what it needs to do while I am properly fueling my body with the resources and things that it needs. And the two things that I put on there and the two things that I know that I struggle postpartum with is number one, sleep prioritizing sleep because it's like, oh my gosh, this is the first time during the day that I have no one attached to me or on me or whatever. And so it's easy to um, binge watch some TV or to just veg out and sit on the couch or whatever it may be, right? So that is number one. And the second thing, and I'm laughing about this because I forgot that I put it on my list. Um, for goals this year. But the second one is eating regular meals, having regular meal times and being structured in that because, um, again, full transparency here when COVID happened. Um, so many of you guys know, if you've been around, I started my business January 1st online. I had my business prior, but it was in person. Um, and I, I totally think this is a God thing. If I'm completely honest, because when COVID happened, I would have, my my business model would have failed and I would have been starting from scratch. So I launched my business online January 2020, 2020. <laughs> um, and then in March, COVID came, came out and we were on, um, 
um, restriction and all of the things that were happening all over the world. And because of the stress of starting my business, homeschooling my kids, slash distance learning with my kids, plus being in shutdown, plus not knowing what was going on in the world and the economy and, and all of the different things that we now know because we have hindsight. Um, I put on like a good 30 pounds and then just as I was like, okay, I feel a little more relaxed. I feel like I can, um, take the time that I need to, to eat the meals and, and not skip meals or grab quick and easy fast, fast things. Um, I found out I was pregnant. So <laughs> that plan also kind of went out, out the window. And so, like I said, my goal for this year is to have regular um, and consistent meal times that allow me to fuel my body with the nutrients that it needs um, instead of grabbing and going. <laughs> um, I I always try to eat super healthy. Even when I grab and go, I know it's better than you know what it could be, but I still fall into the, oh, there's a cookie on the counter. Okay, I'm going to grab a cookie and go. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, all right, so let's kind of shift gears here and talk about the importance of balancing blood sugar. And you guys, this may be um, multiple different things. I'm going to kind of see how long this episode goes. Um, And number one, and number two, make sure that there's a point to all of this. And so where I want to start with you guys is talking about um, the blood sugar story, okay? So the blood sugar story, and I, I tell this story over and over again with my clients because I want this to get into your head. So um, here's the thing. The blood sugar story goes like this. All carbs are digested into sugar or glucose when eaten. This glucose either gets used up right away as fuel for the body or it gets stored for fat later. Uh, for a later use. In order for this process, there's a chain of events that has to take place. So the process, like I said, goes like this. Number one, you eat a carb, whether that's fruit, bread, rice, bagel, whatever it may be. And that carb gets digested into sugar and it enters into the bloodstream. The cellular response happens and converts the sugar into a usable form of energy called glucose. So blood glucose levels rise, insulin in the body, that's a hormone, um, that is secreted from the pancreas in response to the elevated blood sugar levels, and that enters into the blood cells as well. Insulin in response for is responsible for transporting the glucose out of the body and delivering it to your working muscles and brains to be used for energy and fuel for the body. So don't get me wrong here. Carbs are good. They are actually the preferred fuel choice for the body. Um, so here's here's the issue with this, though. Insulin signals the body to store the extra glucose into fat since it can't be used as fuel. This is how the carbs can contribute can contribute to that extra weight gain. So when we consume too many carbs at one time, or we're choosing carbohydrates that are devoid of fiber and, um, you know, sugary carbs, the cereals, the pastas, the things like that, without eating 
something to help balance out those blood sugar levels. We're going to raise the blood glucose levels too high, too fast, and then over secretion of insulin will happen in the body. So when our bodies can't utilize all of that fuel from the carbohydrates, it is going to leave us feeling tired, irritable, lightheaded, and craving more carbs. So when we give into these carb cravings, this cycle repeats itself over and over and over and over and over again um, until we take the necessary steps to balance out the blood sugar levels or the blood glucose levels in the body. So here's the solution, you guys. Remember, not our, all carbs are equal, okay? So I think what I have seen happen with clients when they come and work with us they, I always get asked, not every client, I always get asked from a lot of people, you know, well, what about fruit? Can I have fruit? What about melon? You know, what, what fruit should I stay away from? You guys, fruit is good for the body. We need that. And like I have said, it is the preferred fuel source for the body. So some carbohydrates elevate our blood sugar levels too much, too fast, um, and much faster than others. So the key to keeping your blood sugar levels stable is to choose carbs that are high in water and in fiber, and therefore they're lower on that glycemic um, index and load. So it's not putting, it's not spiking the insulin levels too quickly. It's keeping them nice and easy. So what does your blood sugar regulation have to do with your thyroid? Actually, it's more than you think. So when your blood sugar is constantly moving in and out of range, these inflammatory chemicals are released into the bloodstream. This creates a cascading effect inside the body, creating widespread inflammation and ultimately negatively impacting the thyroid and the adrenals in tons of different ways. So poor memory, fatigue, either after meals or just general fatigue, feeling an increased thirst or more of an appetite. We'll have our waist and hip measurements or our Waist measurements will be larger than our hip measurements or equal to, okay? Um, you might feel shaky or jittery. You might have blurred vision. Um, you might be dependent upon coffee or um, Dr. Pepper, in my case, <laughs> first thing in the morning. Or you might feel lightheaded or agitated, agitated like that hangry kind of feeling um, if you miss meals. Um you might be craving sweets. So let's take, for example, you can't have breakfast or lunch or dinner without having something sweet afterwards to feel like you have, quote unquote, ended the meal, right? Um, we also might wake up feeling agitated or we might be on edge with our kids. Um, you can wake up throughout the night. This is another huge one with our clients inside the Hansen Method where they complain about their sleep issues. And those sleep issues are oftentimes have to do with blood sugar regulation. Um, some people wake up and they have to go eat. Some people wake up and go to the bathroom and then just can't fall asleep. And they're like, I'm hungry. And then I end up getting up and then, you know, whatever. So hopefully this is not familiar, but most likely it is if you've been around this for a while. So in modern times, we have become so addicted to sugar, grains, carbohydrates, um, as well as fast food and processed foods because it's convenient. And this is where I myself have messed up 
over the years um, is because it's just convenient. It's like, oh, I could just run through the drive-thru. I don't have to clean up. I can literally just throw everything away and everybody is fed and everybody is happy for that time. And I don't have to pre-plan. I don't have to try to find something that everybody in the family is going to like to eat. Like there are so many benefits to this. And especially now that I have a business and I'm working and I have kids and all of the things, it has become so much easier to want to go through the drive-thru um, or not even the drive-thru, just pick stuff up now, you know, like, hey, call it in, order it from your phone, swing by on the way after, way home from work or tell your husband and, and you have meal, you have, you know, you have dinner. Um, but the problem with this is we are not in control of what we are, how the food is cooked and prepared and where they're sourcing the food. And so making this a regular habit can cause additional havoc and a cascade of side effects inside the body because we are not in control of the types of oils and where, like I said, where we're sourcing all of this. Um, and like I, and going back to this, this lifestyle of causing it to be quote unquote easy and convenient is creating that perfect storm for those blood sugar swings. So when you eat foods that spike the blood sugar levels, the pancreas must secrete the insulin into the bloodstream to bring the blood, the blood sugar back down into balance. And if this happens too frequently, then the pancreas will begin to overcompensate and send out too much send out too much insulin, right? This results in a drop in the blood sugar levels, which ignites your adrenal hormones and signals for help, right? So balancing the blood sugar is really critical for our survival and also for our adrenals so that they don't go into overdrive, sending out um, hormones to help balance out your blood sugar and causing that additional stress on the body. So when this happens over and over and over again, attempts to keep the blood sugar level in balance becomes the body's top priority. Okay, so it's going to put other mechanisms on the back burner, such as your immune system, such as your digestive system, and hormone regulation. And yep, the hormone regulation also includes the thyroid. All of that is going to be put on the back burner. And this is why I talk so much about the, the hormone pyramid with blood sugar um, or insulin and cortisol at that base level. Because if those are not balanced out and your body is going all crazy and wonky, um, it's going to say, hey, we have to take care of this first before addressing any of the other issues. So to kind of summarize this up um, and to make this really simple for you guys to understand, we must maintain blood sugar balance. We don't want it too high. We don't want it too low because both of those will tax the adrenals and put stress on the body. And this is why protein is so important for the body and the blood sugar regulation and for weight loss because they facilitate the release of, of the hormone glucagon, okay? This hormone has the opposite effect of insulin and glucagon helps regulate blood sugar by slowing down the speed of the carbohydrates, turning it into sugar inside your body. So adding in that lean protein or protein in general, animal protein, 
um, to every meal helps lower the secretion of insulin into the body. And this ultimately keeps your hormones balanced and prevents your food from being stored as fat. And guess what? Think about it. Think about how fast and easy foods are. I'm not grabbing like turkey and chicken to eat. Okay, not typically, right? I'm going for the nuts, the seeds, the um, Lara bars, the apples, the oranges, all of those different things. I'm not necessarily going towards the animal protein to help balance those things out. So yes, those things are good. Yes, they have water. Yes, they have fiber. But when that's all you're eating, especially for me as a fast oxidizer, I need higher levels of protein for my body. Um, so anyways, that's, that, that's where it is. Um, and this ultimately is going to, well, let me back up. So adding in that lean protein or meat, animal meat, um, is going to help lower the secretion of the insulin and ultimately this is going to help balance those blood sugar levels and prevent your body from storing this food as fat. Okay, so I feel like this is a good place to switch gears. Um, obviously, there is a ton more to blood sugar and what to eat and how to eat and where to, where to go and all the things. And like I said, I might do a second um, episode on this going into just a few more things. But I want to talk to you guys about getting started with all of that because really that's what you guys need to know. Um, so we need to understand simple sugars. So simple sugars come in all different forms. Some are obvious and some are not. So this may become surprising to you. There is a book called The Diabetes Solution, a complete guide to achieving normal blood sugar levels. Um, and that's by Dr. Richard Bernstein, I believe. And I highly recommend this book if you are someone who loves to read and or has been diagnosed with diabetes or insulin resistance um, to help you better understand all of this. So here are some foods to be wary of when you're striving to balance out your blood sugar levels. Number one, sugar. Even sugar-free candy is not really sugar-free, okay? Um, honey and fructose. Um, surprising to many, even these healthy and natural sugars, and I'm using air quotes which you can't see, sugars can raise the blood sugar quickly. Um, number three is those refined grains, and those are found in sugar-laden uh, desserts like pasta as well as bread and crackers and pretzels and tortillas and tortilla chips and breakfast cereals, all of those different things. Number four, even gluten-free products, you guys, are often highly processed grains and starches with the high glycemic load. So, and this was a mistake that I made, and so I'm going to share it with you. When I went gluten-free, I tried to replace all of my pasta for gluten-free pasta. I tried to exchange all of my bread to gluten-free bread. And... I was still having the blood sugar issues and that's kind of a story for another day. But I, what I would like to see happen instead is start to just move towards a different way of eating. Yes, gluten-free products can be a great stepping stone. However, you know, instead of maybe a bread, um, like a sandwich, do a lettuce wrap. 
or something along those lines to where you're getting more fruits and vegetables in your diet instead of just trading straight across. Okay. Um, all right. Next one is commercial and even homemade fruit or carrot juices um, because they have no fiber to slow down the absorption. And these can be quite uh, detrimental to our blood sugar levels. You guys, I am, especially when I got really sick last year while I was pregnant, apple juice was my best friend <laughs> um, because I was pregnant and I really couldn't eat a lot or keep down a lot. So juices were, they definitely had their time and their place. They were providing my body with uh, some nutrients and, and bone broth, but specifically talking about the apple juice part. But we need to be careful about even good forms of raw apple juice and things, how much we're drinking, those types of things. Um, next is limit your fruit and vegetable in, or fruit intake and pair it with a fat and or a protein to help with the absorption. So we are going to be getting into food combining. The way that I tell my clients to work with this is to pair your fruit with some healthy fat. So apples and peanut butter is a great combination, oranges and cashews, um, a banana and almond butter. I mean, there there's tons of different things, nuts, seeds, whatever, because like I said, it's going to slow down the absorption of the sugar inside the body and help keep those blood sugar balances better. And the fat is going to also help you keep, help keep you fuller longer. All right. Um, vegetables to be wary of if you're really, really struggling. Um, and, and honestly, you have to kind of eat a lot of this. And if you want to learn more about this, you can, like I said, read that book, check it out. Um, vegetables like beets. Uh, they're very high in sugar, but they're also super yummy. Um, carrots, potatoes, those types of things, and other root vegetables. Cooking these, though, okay, breaks down the sugars into those simple sugars, which will spike the insulin levels. So grating carrots in a salad is going to be wholly different. And um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, come hang out with me and ask me how to make potatoes, like mashed potatoes and stuff, lower, um, more, I'm going to say diabetic friendly, okay? It's going to, it's not going to take out all of the starches, but that is, there are some options there to cook and prepare those in a way that's going to um, change that. Uh, corn is actually grain, and it is used to produce sugar used in a variety of uh, processed foods. So corn will raise blood sugar levels rapidly. Um, tomatoes, including tomato pasta and sauces, when cooked down, tomatoes reduce a lot of sugar. So eating those raw um, are better um, in a lot of cases. Protein bars, check them out. Turn them over, read the nutrition labels, um, because oftentimes they are loaded with sugar and grains and carbohydrates. And we need to pay close attention to that, especially while we are trying to balance out those blood sugar levels. I I have gotten questions from friends and family and they'll, you know, take a picture. Hey, what do you think about this protein bar? And they flip it over and I look at the ingredients and all of those things. And a lot of times I tell them, well, it depends on your goals. It depends on 
you know, maybe you're working out really hard and you need more carbohydrates. I don't know that because you're not a client of mine, but here's what I'm seeing. These these ingredients are really good or these ones aren't so good. I would be wary of this or that or, you know, there, there's a lot of different things. So without you being a client, what I want to tell you the big part here is pay close attention to those nutrition facts and the ingredients and how they're being made and what you're eating them with and time of day and what your what your overall goal is. If your overall goal is to balance out the blood sugar levels so that you can reduce your weight, you may need a lower lower carbohydrate intake. Um, sodas, sports drinks, flavored waters, and alcohol, these will also spike those blood sugar levels and add unnecessary and unhealthy calories. So other than water, most Drinks contain unnecessary sugars and sweeteners. So focus on water. Um, you know, find ways to, if you don't like water, find ways to love the water. I don't know. <laughs> um, I love adding in a little bit of, from time to time, not all the time, like lemon juice or lime juice or, um, you know, do herbal teas. You can totally do herbal teas. Um, uh, aloe juice, a little bit of aloe juice in your water with some lemon. You can even taste the aloe juice and it's very soothing and healing to your digestive tract, uh, unless you're allergic to it, like some of my clients have been in the past. Um, and then the other thing I want to caution you of before wrapping this up is diet and sugar-free foods. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so unfortunately, labeling in the U.S. allows products to be labeled as quote-unquote sugar-free as long as it does not contain sucralose, which is table sugar. And so this means that other sugars may be very well present in the quote-unquote sugar-free products. So fructose, um, dextrin, corn syrup, xylitol, sorghum, just to name a few. Um, malt dextrin is another one. So the big thing here, you guys, is learning to read those labels, looking at the ingredients um, to help keep those blood sugar levels um, nice and happy and healthy, and also eating every three hours. So have a little snack between meals um, that includes protein and those healthy fats has been shown to be helpful in lowering or slowing down the rise in the blood sugar levels for some. Going extended periods of time can overburden your adrenals and also leave you feeling jittery, hangry, nauseous. Um, and another big thing that I find with clients are our thyroid clients, um, and this has actually come up a lot lately in our coaching, is to like trying to get ready for you know bathing suit season and they're like, I'm cutting calories. I'm like, don't do that. Stop cutting calories. Um, because it's putting more stress on their body. And honestly, when you're having thyroid, that you can't undereat. Okay? You shouldn't undereat. You can't undereat. You shouldn't undereat because it can put more stress on the adrenals and actually cause weight gain. And a lot of our clients are experiencing that. And so keep that in mind. Um, fuel your body. So like I said, my best recommendation is to pay attention to your body and how you feel. Um, don't let your body get nauseous or jittery or hangry or irritated and agitated. 
keep some nuts and seeds along with some fruit, you know, with you, uh, slices of meat, um, veggies with hummus, celery and nut butter, you know, apples and apples and bananas, um, apples and peanut butter, all of that. And then also eat a hearty breakfast, um, eating instead of eating waffles and pancakes, think low carb and high fat. Okay. So something like, um, like eggs or one of our favorites lately for our house is making like a burrito mix. And I just keep it in a container. So if people want burritos, they can, if not, like I typically don't eat it. I just reheat the eggs and, um, peppers and whatever we put in there and eat it that way with some salsa. I'll say with breakfast, we want to be mindful of planning and preparing ahead of time um, because that can be really hard and confusing and frustrating and all of the things to get under wraps um, because a lot of times we're sleeping in because we're tired and then we're running and racing out the door. Um, and then the last tip that I have for you guys is stop eating about three hours before before um, you go to bed, okay? We also want something a little bit higher in protein to eat um, or higher in fats, and this will help you get into a good restful sleep, especially if it has tryptophan in it. Tryptophan is a precursor for melatonin inside the body. So um, you can also know you have blood sugar issues if you're waking up between 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. So you'll want to pay uh, close attention to that and maybe adjust some of your eating. All right, you guys. Wow, this was packed full of tons and tons of information. Um, check back in next week, next week because we are going more in depth on um, combining foods and how to plan those things out, plan out your snacks and meals a little bit better. And I'll see you guys on the next. If you guys are interested in learning more about working with us and working through learning how to increase your metabolism, balance out blood sugar levels, um, learn how to structure and pair your meals, I highly encourage you to head over to the show notes and check out our membership program. This is the Thriving Thyroid Membership Coaching Program is a month-to-month subscription where we coach you through different topics and not only tell you the how um, or tell you the what and the when and the where and the why and all of that, we tell you the how to do this, how to implement all of these changes for you. And we have weekly group coaching calls where we dive more in depth with you on these topics and helping you give get solutions to find the answers you need to have and restore your thyroid function. I'll see you on the next. Wait before you go! Please subscribe if you found value in today's episode. Leave us a review and share on Instagram and please tag us. We love your reviews! Pretty please!